Hey y'all, you're tuned into BFF.fm. This is Lesser Labyrinth with Lo here, and we have some some guests in the studio right now. If you guys wanna say hi. Hello. Hi, I'm Phil. Steven. There's Phil and Steven. And uh, Hachiko. And Hachi speak. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there she goes. Hachiko. Uh here. And, well, you guys are just bringing Hachiko all over mm-hmm. today, right? Yeah. She was just at Ocean Beach for CorgiCon. CorgiCon? Mm-hmm. How was that? It was a lot of fun. People were just really stoked. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty good. People were stoked or yeah. the corgis were stoked? Was it more for the people or for the corgis? For people, I think honestly. corgis are just always stoked. I think dogs in general are always stoked. Dogs right? are just happy to be out of the house. Yeah. But the people were too. Yeah. There was like eight people per corgi, you know? Yeah. The, the um, corgi the person ratio was kind of off for me. It was high. Yeah. That's probably preferable, right? I mean, like, what's ideal I think, like, corgi to person ratio? 90% corgi, 10% human mm-hmm. would have been great. There should just be a, one person there. Just, a, <laughs> just be a beach full of corgis. Just to yeah. get the ratio, it's mm-hmm. perfect. Like, yeah. I need to one. Cool. Um, so, corgis in the studio. Uh, and we've Phil and I guess Phil and I, Phil and Steven uh, have put together a little bit of a noisy grindy quarry, corgi mm-hmm. set here today um, cause I learned that Phil Phil of Future Shapes has a little bit of a grindcore past or inspiration I do, I used there. to play in a lot of thrash and grind bands yeah I got really excited when you mentioned um, Johnny Whitney of the Blood Brothers as a vocal vocal inspiration. Yeah, actually both of them. All the Blood Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Just like everything from like 3-1-G. Yeah. Because, yeah, I I mean, I wouldn't have, yeah, listening to them, clearly very different aesthetics, but the second you mentioned that, I was like, okay, I get kind of where all the, like, sort of push and pull in those vocals I think come the from. Blood Brothers were really big influences for both of them. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think Steven and I got really into the Blood Brothers like at the same time. Yeah. Um, burn Piano Island Burn era? <gasps> oh my god. Oh, yeah, or... you have the island <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh I my just like god. pulled these out of my car. Um, oh, you keep them in your car? Of course. You must be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm, I'm a very good person. We'll get that on air, on record. I'm a very good person. <laughs> smell the record every night before I go to bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm so Cool. Hachi's so stoked. Hey, Hachi. What's, what does Hachi mean, Hachiko? Death. Um, it means eight in Japanese. Hachi. But she's, after, she's named after uh, the, you know, the dog statue in Shibuya Station in Tokyo? The Richard Gere movie? How'd she yeah, go? Uh, yeah. She's named after uh, Richard Gere. She's named <laughs> yeah. after Richard Gere, my, my favorite person. Mm-hmm. My inspiration. Hachiko is actually an anagram for um, Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, there's this uh, World Let's War II that. scientist, mm-hmm. right? And uh, his dog used to walk him to, this, like, to work every day at the train station. Yeah. And one day he died at, at work, but his dog kept going back there. And so they made a, a statue for the dog. Yeah. yeah. And so Hachiko is named in homage of that dog, which wasn't a corgi. <gasps> no, 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 it was like no. a Shiba Inu or something. Yes, Shiba Inu. Look, I have no storage on my phone now. 
Wait, I'm sorry. I feel like I have to say this on the radio. You do. I have too many photos <laughs> on my phone. You gotta, There's not enough available storage. You gotta clear that cache. Hit refresh. Fuck. Start new. I'm so angry. Or just lose your phone and get a new one. Like I'm probably just gonna throw it away. Just yeah. Hard reset. Probably just throw my phone away. Yeah, just chuck it. Yeah. yeah. Another one will appear. Like, bend it. Um, bend it? You know, it's an iPhone 6, so it can bend. You know, you can bend them. Yeah. Remember that problem where people were putting iPhones in their Ow. pocket and they're curving? <laughs> Good. Um, um, so I'll just put, turn it into a boomerang. Throw it. Yeah. Throw it. But then it'll come back to me. If I could, I'll just throw it away. Can't Privilege. But then it will come back to you, and that's the problem. You want it to. Take the mask. Roll. You want it to get rid of it. That's true. Yeah. You should burn it. <laughs> Put it in the microwave. Actually, that'd be really cool. I don't know. I think it might explode. Or is that the cool part? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. Have you ever put a, a CD in the microwave? No. It's really cool. It looks like the Matrix is trying to come out. We have to do this. I what? Know. It looks really cool. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. You turn it upside down so you can see, like, the... Reflective side, the uh, side yeah. that you put the data on. Yeah, yeah. and then wireframes and code starts mm-hmm. appearing. Yeah, woman Green. in a red dress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Those two white dudes with dreadlocks that come out. Yeah. Oh yeah, glasses with that the mm-hmm. arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I think we have some spare CDs to spare in in the studio here, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just in. Okay, cool. So Phil put together a couple of tracks here. And the first track that I have on your playlist is... I think it's Geronimo. Geronimo. Geronimo! Yeah. yeah. Um, I forget who I saw them with. It was, it was a long time ago, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it was at Bottom of the Hill. Yeah. It was like with Triclops and I think the Locusts, actually. It's great. Because I don't... They're not playing anymore. This is a little bit of a... Who? Geronimo? No, I think they're still together. Okay. I think the song I put on here is, is new, actually. Okay. I kind of forget this is so the track you you're right we'll start not so weird and we'll get weird we'll get, we'll get weird mm-hmm. we'll get weird with this okay so we're doing doing this live this is Geronimo with Low Fruit on the Vine from Buzz Your Girlfriend volume 4 thank you
listening to Erebon Radar with my mind as a muffler here on BFF.FM. And for how grindy and noisy this set playlist is, there's a lot of cuddling and, and soft stuff. Well, there's going a dog in here. here. <laughs> it's just like three 1G bands and then just Corgi, like getting his face smushed in the corner here. This is pretty much all we do at band practice, too. When we yeah. jam, we can't just, get much done. Yeah, we just <laughs> sit around with a dog. Yeah. It's, cuddle. That's really what you guys do during band practice. Mm-hmm. It's really just mm-hmm. playing with Hachiko, not mm-hmm. playing your instruments. Mm-hmm. Cool. And make fun of people that vape. That vape? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell me more. I don't know. It's just funny. <laughs> okay, I'm convinced. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, you just heard a couple of... Well, yeah. We're listening to Phil's... Um, Grindcore. I've been getting a lot of shit for calling these bands Grindcore. Yeah, they're not. Either two. Yeah. But, but no, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. That's exactly what I was talking about with labels. Yeah. I hate, I hate calling it. I don't know. Genres. It's grindy. I mean, it's noisy and weird and uncomfortable. Yeah. It's great. It's like metal being dragged on grind, on concrete. Mm-hmm. Grindy. Cool. So on children. On chil- by children? <laughs> on children. On children. By children, on children, <laughs> for children. <laughs> Um, so some Chinese stars before that with Dress to Get Blessed, a rare sensation. Uh, and shoplifting before that, male gynecology. And Eraserata with Retreat, the most familiar. And then some Past Lives and Blood Brothers back to back there with Skullender and Cecilia in the Silhouette Saloon. Um, and kicked off everything with Geronimo! Um, exclamation mark. Geronimo! Geronimo. How do you speak? <laughs> with low fruit speak, on the speak, vine speak. there. Speak, speak, how do you speak? That's really off. <laughs> we should that have, we should have an, uh, an ASMR radio set <laughs> where everyone just talks like this. That way people can, you know, get relaxed and sleep, you know, around 2.30, 2.45. Yeah. That's how we spend our Saturdays here usually. Mm-hmm. I think we have had a lot of sets where we have a lot of um, subliminal messages in our, Smoke. In our radio sets. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Smoke. What? What? Mm-hmm. Babe? Smoke. Um, yeah, we'll just play sets and have... Mm-hmm. I mean, that has not been happening this entire set. Mm-hmm. No. Um drink <laughs> so uh what do we have hair up next we've got some plot to blow up the eiffel tower love in the fascist brothel is this their like weird jazzy one no i think it's the one right after that oh. uh, i think this is I've, i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure this is the one right before they they broke up and then became crocodiles and softback mm-hmm. yeah Whoa, that's a weird trajectory. Mm-hmm. And there was. Wait, what, what's oh the other God. one? Not softback. Is it softback or soft boys? I always forget what the other one is. But because I followed crocodiles, mm-hmm. who were pretty cool for a while. Yeah, but a very different tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Than this. Um, cool. Do you think there's ever been a plot to blow up the Eiffel Tower? Probably, Definitely. yeah. Wasn't there? Wasn't there one that like they found that the Taliban had or yeah, something team, like that? Have you seen Team America? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's I a have. documentary. It's like the opening <laughs> sequence is mm-hmm. based on a true thing that was happening at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. It was an inside job. The, this band was actually behind it. Jet fuel can't melt the Eiffel Tower, though. Yeah. <laughs> what can? Mm-hmm. The CIA. Magma. <laughs> the CIA. George Bush. Bush. <laughs> the Bushman. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Didn't, oh, wait. Now I feel really bad. Didn't the Bushman pass away? What? Mm, I don't know. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? No, I'm yeah. not sure. I'm thinking old W. Old W. No, the guy that was really famous for the homeless man on Embarcadero, right? That would just hide in, in bushes and then <laughs> pop out and scare people. That's pretty gimmicky. Well, he was like the first one to do it, apparently. There were but, more? Yeah, all over the place. There were more yeah, he set a trend. Well, the thing was, though, like... Alright, I'm gonna feel bad talking smack if he did pass away, but... By the by, the end of his career as the Bushman, like I remember when I was a kid and I came to the city, and I, I saw him and he had like a full, a huge bush, like a nice topiary <laughs> that he hid inside of or had in front of him. Okay, and then by the time I I was twenty something and saw him again, he you literally had like like a few twigs in front of him. He was hiding behind like a fan of leaves, and it was just like, ah, oh, dude, come on, I can see you. Did, it, did he trim his bush? Yeah, he trimmed his bush. Which he bush? trimmed it a lot. It was uh, probably you know pressure from society, yeah. <laughs> gender norms, heteronormative things. I don't know. Interesting words now. Was it a mobile bush I, that he would follow yeah. people around? Like a cartoon bush? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like a cartoon bush, and uh, and then eventually he was just like holding on to like one of those things, you know, like that fern over there. Mm. He's basically just hiding his face. I mean, maybe he was really just an undercover private investigator, and that was that was. His you know, that's my pick. fetish. Yeah, exactly. I told you between sets. Um, Don't bring that up again. I got Sorry. a thing for dicks. Okay. Off the record. <laughs> speaking. Speaking of dicks. Speaking of dicks. Um, Phil and Steven right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got Phil and Steven of Future Shapes here. With this noisy, grindy set for children. Um, cool. While you're looking at a child, why are you looking at a child on your phone, Steven? Um, it's almost Halloween, and I bought her a dinosaur costume. Who's that? My niece. Oh. So, so continue on with your niece. shows. What are you guys doing for Halloween? Oh, I'm throwing a show. Cool. Yep. What kind of show? On uh, the thirtieth, so Halloween Eve. Wave Dweller, which is my uh, production company, will be throwing a show with Owen French cassettes covering James Brown, and Everyone is Dirty covering David Bowie, oh, and cool. Summer Peaks covering The Strokes. And which will, album? Um, ooh, I, you know what? He has offered. To, Daniel has offered to tell me, but I'm kind of like that mother that's like, we're just gonna love it no matter what gender <laughs> it is. I don't. I don't want to know. Okay. I just asked him, are you playing anything off? albums past the first three yeah. he said no I'm like it'll be a good set <laughs> it'll be a great set <laughs> okay that's um, yeah. but yeah Wave Delaware will be throwing that with um, it'll be co-hosted by the Bay Bridged yeah. as well so All Hallows Eve's Eve mm-hmm. October Wait. 30th Hall- yeah Halloween well, Eve the 30th yeah well Halloween being All Hallows Eve t-shirt Eve. Hey. okay uh, where me. is it at 
Brick and Mortar. Brick and Mortar. Musical Mission. What, are you, what are you going to be dressed up as? I don't know. Last year I was Tina Belcher. Maybe this year I'll be something really simple. Like, um, what's that What's that Eddie woman Mercury? from the Hunger's Ga- Hunger Games? Where the- Katniss? No, the one that like chooses <laughs> who goes into the Hunger Games. Oh, oh yes. yeah, you know? lady. That's a pretty easy costume. I'll be Bobcat, Bobcat Goldwith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing music themed. No Maybe Bowie? I'll be Mario. I'll just be Mario. Oh. Be Donkey Kong. Cool, uh. Just walk around nude with a tie on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bowser, maybe. Yeah, walk around nude with a, a shell on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Just got a bush. Well, Bowser's <laughs> shaven. Maybe. <laughs> the Bushman? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm bring a fern around. A fern. Ooh. Yeah. Could be Zach Galifianakis and have two ferns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I always, I always forget that Halloween is a thing, and then I forget to make a costume, and then everyone gives me shit about it. Mm. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're giving you shit about it. And I know. It's not well, even what Halloween should I be? Yet. What do you think I should be? What are you gonna be? Exactly. I Boom. I don't really do Halloween. Oh wait. So. Uh, <laughs> wow. Cop out. Cop out. <laughs> I do. I do fake Halloween. Christmas. Yeah, I just do Christmas for yeah. Halloween. Um. No, my costume is always like whatever I wear every day, but I'll just like invent a mm-hmm. character for it. Mm-hmm. So like. Uh, I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna be a sluttier version of me. <laughs> yeah. I swear, ass- assless. Uh, Pants. That's it. Be a uh, slutty fill. <laughs> uh, what should I be? What would be a good costume for me? What would fit my body type and my facial structure and my hair? Okay, I can't dye my hair. Okay, because it's a beautiful red. I need. I need like. I could do a wig though. It could be like. I don't know, it could be Dolly Parton. Yeah. I don't know what should be. Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Could be Richard Gere and bring Hachiko around. Everyone will instantly oh get it. Everyone would get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll be like, that's Richard Gere. <laughs> or at least something really boring. Like, really, really painfully boring. Like, uh. Like Steven? You could be like, Steven for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No. That's too good. Just be a door. You can still bring Hachiko around. <laughs> oh, I'll be a door. Just a door. Yeah. Um. You can pull that off. Be a lamp. Yeah, you've got the facial structure and hair for that. For a door? Yeah. And very wide. Yeah. <laughs> I got the I got the bone structure for that. Yep, <laughs> yep. Mm. Cool. Okay. We'll discuss Halloween options while we listen to Drake the Fake, uh by plot to blow up the Eiffel Tower here. <laughs>
Frankie, sit down. Frankie, Frankie, sit your ass down. All right, now. Give me that. Give me that. It's, it's five minutes after midnight. You thugs want us some entertainment. So we're going to give it to you. Let's give it up.
Lightning Bullet Hair on Lesser Labyrinths on BFF.fm. All of it at once. Uh, that was Assassins from Wonderful Rainbow. It's wonderful. It's the best. It's the best. Um, I think I met Phil at a Lightning Bolt concert. I did meet you at a Lightning Bolt concert. I did. That was when I finally met you. What do you we, mean? Like, I think we cro- kind of crossed paths in the same way that I like kind of crossed paths with Stephen before. Um, just like, yeah, being a friend of Brendan's. But that was... That was the moment. That was the moment we became friends. That was, it was mm-hmm. you with Brian Chippendale, and I was just like, who are you? I can't even look at He is thing. so nice, He's by the, the way. He's the best. I'm oh. melting just thinking about this moment that I oh. couldn't, <laughs> I don't know, I would just melt it. I, when when oh Brendan, Brendan, if you're listening, I hope wow. he is, uh, he really wanted to, you know how Brendan face swaps everything, right? <laughs> yeah. He really wanted to take a photo <laughs> with Brian so he could face swap it. Uh-huh. And I was like, dude, I'll ask. I want to yes, see that. Yes, yes. And when I asked Brian, he was like, of course! <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> it's a really good photo. Yeah, it kind of broke my brain for a little bit. Because at first I couldn't tell. I didn't know that he'd done it. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with Brendan and Brian's faces? <laughs> and then, yeah. Seems normal to me. Magic. Um, that was, yeah, one of the be- probably one of the best shows I've been to at the chapel. Yeah. But they didn't play the floor, Mm-mm. which is the lightning bolt thing. I didn't really. I've, I've actually never seen them play on the floor. Like every time they come yeah. to the city, I see them, and I've never seen them play on the floor. Huh. Like the last two or three times they came to the city, they played at the rickshaw. Okay. Yeah. And uh, oh man, Th- that was definitely that chapel show was the least smelly uh, <laughs> lightning bolt show I've been to. The first time I saw a lightning bolt, I had to leave the pit because I legitimately thought I was going to die. Not because it was physically too much, but because I literally could not breathe. I was being asphyxiated by, by the smell of uh, crust punks. Crusty, crusty people. Oof. It was awful. There was no oxygen. That's really why people are moshing. It's just like, get the fuck away from me. Like, you... Pretty much, yeah. Just, Some guy tried to steal my wallet in the pit at the chapel. Really? Yeah, and I punched him in the head, and he was like, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's right. Tried, uh, he, like, put his hand in my pocket. Like, dude, that doesn't happen on accident. Like, you can't just, like, whoops, my hand's in your pocket now. You could just commit... Any crime you want, as yeah. long as you say just kidding after you get <laughs> just, oil. Just like, oh, what? Oh, this isn't my car in the oh, dealership? <laughs> oh, just really? Kidding. Just kidding. Hold on, though. Oh, I, I always break into my car. Like, I just thought, <sighs> I thought, I also, I, I also drive a Lexus. <laughs> wow. I have a different experience of that show, though, because I think I was talking to Brendan, and he hadn't been to that many just, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, that kind of shows where everyone's just, like, running around and punching each other in the face. And he's like, yeah, some guy, like, um, I think he accidentally, like, ran, like, just rammed into someone, and he expected him to be pissed, and the other guy just looked at him with, like, the most excited look on his face, and I'm just like, yeah, and, like, yeah. just punched him back, and he's like, what? what? Yeah, well, everyone there is just, like, really stoked to fight. But yeah. in a kind of positive way. I feel like that is the gist of Lightning Bolt, though. Yeah, it's yeah, just, like, definitely. really noisy, really mm-hmm. aggressive, but they do it with, like, rainbows and doodles. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Except like, really. for that one really, really drunk old man. Which do you remember one? that guy? Who was, no. like, he was constantly oh. stage diving. Yes, God. Uh, <laughs> that guy yeah, sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a point where he, w- he, like, forced everyone to hold him up 
like in a crowd surf. So I just yeah. took his shoes off and threw them. Thank I was you really for upset. doing that. I just took I took his shoe off and I threw one to the. I end. remember that. I threw the other one way behind the stage and I was Thank like, you for "Fuck doing this that. guy!" Because yeah. it's so egomaniacal. Yeah. Just like he was up there and like like soaking it in. It's like we are not here for you. Yeah. Do not give a fuck about. Actually, you. Brian told me that there was a point where he was going to kick him off the stage, sure. like li- literally kick him. Yeah. Dan Deacon's done that before. That's awesome. Sort of, but in a Dan Deacon way. Just like I don't know. I think what? he ended up like sending everyone off, like on in a I don't know. Mac DeMarco's bassist kicked a kid something. off the stage once at the film really? when, I, when I last saw him. It was great because <laughs> people were forcing him to take uh, selfies. Like people the kid were, was? yeah. Uh, Wait, I think what? like like nine different kids jumped up on stage <laughs> and like throughout the night and uh, forced him to take selfies hmm. while he was playing. He's not he's not going to stop playing. Like, That's really confusing. Yeah, it's really rude. Oh, the best part though was when Mac DeMarco was covering um, Bob Marley, and then then the kid that he brought up obviously had no idea who Bob Marley was Mm -hmm. because she didn't know the lyrics, which were literally just gemmings. (laughs) And he, poor Mac, was just like, "Just come on!" You could see him just like, "Come on!" They like kept playing the same riff for a solid two to three minutes and Max just like just say jam you can hear him in the mic he's like just, just say jamming jamming and so she's like uh jamming yeah jamming you're jamming oh, jamming jamming that was her and he was like alright great that's uh, whatever fucking hate my life oh, yeah. and then they played Top Gun for their encore and left Mac DeMarco, Dan Deacon, Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. Lightning oh, and then fun fact, later that oh. night, yeah. I think like an hour after the show when I was walking around, I saw that same dude. That, that, Please uh, tell me you just punched him in the face. No, he had no shoes on. It was great. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> but he looked like he didn't care. Whoa. He was just out with some friends. Oh, that's me. I just opened my legs. That's the sound it makes when I open my legs. <laughs> impromptu noise show yeah. going on here um yeah uh, the, uh Barry McGee was at that show just like in the pit in a parka at a lightning bolt like that's my actual fantasy your actual fantasy like, yeah. you go, you go you home guys. and you draw <laughs> you draw that yeah you, you know <laughs> um anyway tell <laughs> me on. tell us about your fantasies um Brian Chippendale with um who 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 has that oh sorry I'm just thinking about all the side projects I was going to play some Mind Flayer later so many but um yeah his his I don't know I guess it's an album with Greg Sonier of Dare Hoof where it's just the two drummers (laughs) it's just like it's so unlistenable (laughs) but just like yeah I love when musicians put out like an unlistenable body of music. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Uh, I forget what it's called. It has a really, really, really long name. But Animal Collective put out an Meg? unlistenable body of music, and Which one? Uh, it's like one song, but it's like two hours long or something. I don't know. It came out after Meriwether, and it's it's unlistenable. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, I think it was meant for was meant for like a. Like a some something in MoMA. Like I think they made something for MoMA, mm-hmm. and like that was also the piece that w- went along with it. 
Yeah. So, it's, you know. Yeah. Unlistenable. Yeah, I kind of feel like, is that the playlist we put together today? No. Like, the most unlistenable playlist? Absolutely not. If you wanted an unlistenable playlist, I would have brought you an unlistenable what playlist. What would be on that playlist? First of all, that, that uh, clips of that um, Animal Collective thing. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe, maybe the Brian Chippendale thing. Maybe some uh, Nick Reinhardt stuff. Um, ooh, there's that, that, that Mozart concerto that they like oh, spread God. out into like 24 hours or it was Beethoven I forget reeling back to this animal collective thing are you talking about the soundtrack for Odd Sack? no okay mm-hmm. okay no, no. Um, just like a recording of Hachiko growl but like slowed down 400% uh, mm-hmm. call it vocal fry <laughs> <laughs> What is all of this hostility against vocal fry? I don't know. I think people need to just right? calm down yeah. about how women speak. Just calm the fuck down. People, people are you. even coming up with things like, yeah. oh, this is going to damage your vocal cords. That's so... That's so dumb. That's so, like, dude, just chill. Why are you hating? Anyway, just, you know what? Just, you just sound uh, a little bit too masculine, and I find <laughs> it threatening. Because my penis isn't as big as I'd like it to be. So I'm very, very threatened... By the fact that you don't have one, and it's okay. Okay. So please stop talking to me like that. So please stop talking to me like me. Because if you sound like me, then I have to respect you. Which is why we need more women in noise bands. We need uh, more women in general. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yes, when yeah. Phil is the person representing women at... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, whole other I'm, thing. I'm quite. Well, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my legs closed. It's the Blue Angels. <laughs> yeah. Blue Angels are in town. Blue like Angels are always. They're probably doing. It's like, Fleet Week, right? Yeah. Probably doing somersaults around the Golden Gate Bridge right now. Yeah. Saving people's lives. <laughs> you know, catching people who jump off. Or cutting them in half with their wings. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the one thing that's made me laugh so far? That's funny. But yeah, I'm quite the feminist. I'm actually really annoying. <laughs> no, I bother all no. my friends. No, don't. No, mm-hmm. please don't even say that. Don't admit it's that. Never, no, that is not annoying to be a feminist, if that's what you mean. No, that's not what I meant. Okay. How are you annoying about being a feminist? It's two I'm, separate things. Like, he's a feminist, but also he just happens to be annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, that's as a man, <laughs> intrinsically annoying. Um, well, yeah, because... We were kind of briefly talking about how there aren't that many... I mean, I guess there are other women in noise bands, but not necessarily vocalists. But we just played a track before that um, by AIDS Wolf. We multiply it and... <laughs> yeah, great band name. It is. Um, but yeah, she's probably one of my favorite vocalists, and she kills it. Used to. Um, they broke up a long time ago, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this was their maybe their only album. They put out an EP before that. Yeah. Cities of Glass. And then The Lovers as their LP, maybe. Yeah, and I think... Wasn't that an EP? I don't know. I don't know. You, you well, probably know better than me. it's titled here, The Lovers LP. Oh, maybe dang. It's maybe EP, it's an EP and they're just trying to... As an LP they're trying to pull one <laughs> over on us. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... I'm just going to go through the tracks... I guess, yeah. so that you can fill in all the pieces. Beach by Gay Beast. Wow, all of these Gay Beast right before AIDS Wolf. Is that? Hey. That was great. That was, great. <laughs> that was really great. Oh, 
Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yikes. Um, Whoa, it's like yeah. the same name. I mean, we're that's, a, that's great, actually. Do you think that's they know me. about each other? Uh, maybe. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, Angel comes out of a, uh, like an urban legend, I think. What is that? About, um, I think where they're from, there, there was an urban legend that there was like a pack of wolves that had AIDS. That um, <laughs> that's not a joke, actually. That's like, awesome. were, the, the urban legend was that there was a pack of wolves with AIDS, and they were like giving them to, to either dogs or to people. I forget what it was. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, we're gonna kind of keep moving through this thread. So that track was Beach, but before it, the band was an albatross. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's get on with it. And then Holy Molar before that, um, who, well, this track, Pissing Off in the Rolex, uh, something, um, Rolex of Your Dreams, mm-hmm. which is not in the dentist theme, which they run through with everything else. But they're dressed like dentists. Mm-hmm. And also the cover of the album is like a tooth. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. I think that span of, what, five minutes of, like, ten songs that we just played were all, like, 3-1-G bands with Justin Pearson. And <laughs> <laughs> he, was in, he was in Holy Molar. Yeah. Uh, so it was Nick Zimmer, right? Was he? I'm not sure. I think I Nick Zimmer, so. and then... Oh, I think Nick was Turner. just in Headwind City. I could be wrong, though. Well, I'm usually maybe, wrong. Maybe it's just that Karano was on that track. Karano oh. guests on a Holy Molar track. Does she? Oh, I'm thinking huh? about Some Girls. Uh, Sorry, I'll sit there and drink. But I'm pretty sure. Holy Shout out to Karen O. She just had a baby. Did that makes really? me feel old. Oh, she had a baby without yeah. me. I know, right? <laughs> she missed out. I broke my promise to myself <laughs> to, to have married her. Yeah. She would have me. I'll be <laughs> yeah, I gotta show you something. Oh, did she. Okay, the locust <laughs> for that. Anything Jesus does. I can do better. Um, I guess that's just the locust and holy molar. They just, I guess they both have shticks. That's their shtick that they have bands with shticks. Yeah. Yeah. Because they would perform in like those, in those full suits. suits. In the, yeah. Um, those suits were so cool though. I've never, I've never seen them play. You one and a half rotations, you get this really good, like frictionless spin. What are you doing? We're we're getting some um, sidetracked here. We need a visual it's here. Yeah. Here, can you de- can you describe the vi- um, give radio have, listeners a visual a, um, of what's happening here? A hair tie. Whoa! Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. The whole not theory. So we've got some not theory going on. Yeah, we're in talking the about mathematics, not theory. <laughs> There's a lot of really interesting things in not theory. Talking about. How not to form, the science of how it. How not to not. How not to not. You know. There's a lot of stuff in not theory that tells you how proteins and viruses fold and unfold. Actually, <laughs> quite interesting. Quite. Mm-hmm. Quite. Mm, yes. Mm. Derivatives and integrals. Mm. 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 Okay. Math. Mm. Math. Yes. We'll play some math core after that. Um, and then ground unicorn horn with damn, I wish I was fat. I wish. Um, and then the plot to blow up the Eiffel Tower with Drake the fake before that. Um, yeah, so a, lot, a ton of like San, Di- San Diego, 31G bands going on out here. Um, 
But, yeah, I guess that was sort of a catalyst for the show today, too, because I am super stoked about this Retox show happening at um, Commune Wednesdays at Elbow Room this week, um, October 14th. Uh, Retox being a band with, like, Justin Pearson and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and co. Um, wanting to sort of rehash the sound from... Uh, the band Headwind City, which is also just like crazy super group of all of my favorite bands. Me too. Our favorite bands, which I'll probably play some of too. Headwind City is like uh, the only one we left out was the yeah yeah because we played uh, Blood Brothers and we played the Locust. Yeah. Oh. And Past Lives mm-hmm. and uh, I don't do other others of their offshoots. Maybe we should put some. Well, maybe you can play the Some Girls track with Karen O. Okay, we'll just go full circle. Do it. Um, I can't stop doing this now. <laughs> it's just not very... Feels good, huh? It really does. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Retox is playing this Wednesday with Religious Girls. I love Religious Girls. They're crazy. They're crazy. Um, like, two keyboardists mm-hmm. in a drama, I think? Saw them on a bus once. Was the dress was the bus in transit? Yeah, it was years ago. Like you saw the dude sitting on a bus once. No, they're playing. They're saw saw that, yeah, that's not weird. No, they bus. played. They performed in a bus. Cool. What? A, sorry, I'm inspired because my one of my roommates just got a school bus, and there are literally only two chairs in it. And we've been like talking about doing. We talked about doing a show in there, but like a really intimate, just like. But I never imagined the bus in transit while doing this. It's terrifying. It's awesome. <laughs> you have to nail down the drum set for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, religious girls would be insane, too, because they're, like, pretty... Yeah. Not, like, aggressive, but it's, like... You'd be you deaf know. after that. Yeah. Imagine death heaven in a bus. <laughs> sick. Can you hear anything still after that bus ride? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Hey, Phil. Yeah? Hey. What? <laughs> All right, last... I think I'm still deaf from the last time I saw death heaven, actually. Oh, they're playing next Saturday, too. Mm-hmm. Just put out a new album. Fillmore, I think. I think it's really good. I haven't listened to it yet. about it. The, yeah, I listened to it, like, four times in a row. And then... Yes. It's good. Um, Death Heaven. What up? Religious Girls. And Lil Dowager. Never heard of them. Oh, no. But I'll, I'll hear them. Uh, yes, you will. You should go. You should go. You should all go. I'll go. I'll be there. We'll be there. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. a free Mm -hmm. show put on by, yeah, Commune, um, that they do every month at Elbow Room. Um, yeah. Cool. So, yeah, let's, let's listen to some Retox, and then, and then maybe some, some Headwind City, some back-to-back of that. And then some other, I've got some more 3-1-G bands lined up for you, and some, some noisy stuff coming your way. Um, so this is from Retox's new album. It came out this year, Beneath California, and this track we've got here is Let's Not Keep In Touch. Let's go! 
tuned to BFF.fm, Lesser Labyrinth here, with this noisy, grindy, thrashy, everything set uh, put together here by Phil and Steven of Future Shapes. And you. And, and Hachiko. You. Hachiko had some good picks, some deep cuts on here. Like, ooh. Hachiko <laughs> picked most of it, actually. Yeah, she's got good taste. Mm. Lady. You taste some dog food, am I right? <laughs> woof woof. <laughs> Can I get a woof woof up in here? <laughs> no, Hachiko's lost in the spin zone. Yeah. Oh, she's, yeah, she's outside yeah. mingling right now. Yeah, she's hot dog. Alright, cool. So we're gonna sign off. That was some trash bed from Gorilla Toss with uh, an air slugs from Hot Nerds before that. Um, whatever. At the top of that set was Retox. They're playing this Wednesday. At the elbow room with religious girls and Lil Dowder. Y'all should come play. Come hang. Get weird. Um, cool. We're gonna sign off with this uh, Blood Brothers track here. This is Stevie's pick. Um, this is a track off of Ooh. Burn Piano Island Burn from the Blood Brothers. And yeah. Any, any last words, guys? Hmm. Everything is going to be just awful. <laughs> when you're around. My heart is back on its own. Weaving jackets for children who never been
Can I show you around? And everything must go. 